Hello, beautiful people. Welcome and welcome back to Behind the Silk, the podcast to help you prioritize yourself and explore different self-care practices. I am your host, Erica Nicole, the founder of Silk and Skincare. And in today's episode, we are going to discuss rediscovering your passions. Fun nerd fact, the average age of a cell in the body is seven to 10 years. Meaning, in theory, we're an entirely new person every seven to 10 years. But if we're being honest, I feel like I'm a new person every one to two years, actually, because my likes, dislikes, wants, needs, preferences, perspectives, they change. These can, of course, be good or bad shifts, but moreover, it's a reality of life. It's a reflection of growth and evolution. It's so easy to get caught up in the responsibilities of work, relationships, and social commitments that we lose sight of the things we're actually passionate about, the simple things that bring us joy and make us happy. Our passions can take a back seat and slowly fade into the background if we're not mindful and intentional. It's so easy to put our heads down and work and grind, doing the things we're supposed to do, only to look up months or even years from now, not recognizing who we are, how we got to this place, with no path in sight on how to get back to the person we want to be. Hence why I think there's so much beauty in rediscovering our passions and relearning who we are in this present moment. It's not only possible, but also essential for leading a fulfilling and meaningful life. So in this episode, I want to explore what it means to rediscover our passions, differentiate between passions and hobbies, and provide some helpful tips to aid in the process. But first, today's affirmation reads, I look forward to tomorrow and the opportunities that await me. Take a moment and receive that. Before we jump into the episode, If you've ever received any value or positivity from this podcast, I would love to hear about it. My ask is that you leave a rating and review on Apple or Spotify so that we can continue to grow this show, land bigger guests that you want to hear from, and help me provide as much value to you as possible. Your support of this show means more than I can ever express in words. So thank you. Thank you for tuning in. All right, now, rediscovering your passions, simply put, is the act of reconnecting with the activities, interests, and pursuits that bring you joy, fulfillment, and a sense of purpose. It involves peeling back the layers of societal expectations, obligations, and distractions to uncover what really resonates with your innermost self. Your passions are the fuel that ignites your enthusiasm for life. More often than not, the words passion and hobby are used interchangeably, but there are some key differences that I want to highlight. A passion is defined as a strong liking or desire for or devotion to some activity, object, or concept. It's often time-consuming, but something we would love to do constantly. Think of it as something you can't live without, often motivated by your personal beliefs. A good example of this would be leading a weekly running club because you absolutely love running and can't live without it. 
When you don't run, you feel like an entirely different person. (laughs) You're passionate about all the positive benefits running has on your health, and you encourage others to partake in the activity based on your personal beliefs. A hobby, on the other hand, is a pursuit outside one's regular occupation that is especially for relaxation. It's often something done for fun or leisure to fill your free time and doesn't necessarily have to align with your core values. An example of this would be going to a workout class twice a week. It's something that you do because you know you should, (laughs) so you find time for it and still find some level of enjoyment or satisfaction in it, at least to a certain extent. Our passions change as we change. We have to be adaptable and willing to try new things. If you're new, to bring up to speed, I left my career as a forensic scientist to pursue entrepreneurship. If you want the full story time behind that, head to episode one, Why I Risked It All. Anywho, I've always had a love for science and solving crimes. I grew up watching Matlock, Murder, She Wrote, Law and Order, Monk, you know? This was before we all had our own personal devices with the ability to watch whatever, whenever we wanted. So whatever my grandma had on the TV, yeah, that's what I watched. (laughs) So when the study of forensic science was introduced as an actual field of study in high school, I just knew that's the degree I wanted to pursue because I was so passionate about using my strengths, aka science, to help people. Whether it be to put bad people away, exonerate innocent people, or provide closure to families. The thought of it all excited me and it gave me purpose. Fast forward two years post-grad, it's not that the love I had for forensic science faded, but I was introduced to this entirely new world of entrepreneurship and the landscape of what I thought was possible, the perspective of the impact I could have on the world by creating and executing on an idea, the type of fulfillment I was seeking after, it all changed. I truly believe once an entrepreneur, always an entrepreneur, because it's like an itch that just has to be scratched. If you're truly called to it, you you can't run from it. And I'm not sure if I've ever shared this on the podcast, but my introduction to entrepreneurship actually started with real estate, buying and either flipping homes or holding them as long-term rentals. Now, I love real estate. I love taking something old and abandoned and making it brand new, giving it a new life, and providing a safe, beautiful space for people to be placed and live comfortably. But real estate is a slow game. Things like investing in real estate and stocks are tried and true ways to accumulate wealth for sure. But they take time. And I didn't feel like I was reaching my potential of impact by playing it slow and safe. So in 2021, I took a step back, pivoted, and began working on Silken, which has now been three years in the making, which is crazy to me. Because at the time in my life where I felt lost, silently struggling with low self-esteem, battling social isolation, constantly feeling stressed and anxious, skincare literally wheeled me back to self-care. And as I look back on the story of my life, especially over the past six years, I've come to realize that even though my paths have changed, my passion has not. The common thread between my endeavors has always been my passion for helping people. I have this innate desire to see everyone do well, 
everyone thrive, everyone be better and do better. And once I freed myself from the limitations of being one track minded, meaning I started here, so I have to finish here, it gave me the space to explore different avenues, allowing my passion and purpose to align. I share all that to emphasize the importance of falling in love with the process of rediscovering your passions, staying in tune with your likes and dislikes, and being open to pivoting as needed. Note that I said pivot and not quit. As you grow, change, and evolve, there are going to be uncomfortable seasons where you may feel a little lost as you relearn yourself and what brings you joy, happiness, and fulfillment. And that's okay. So I want to share some tips that I've found helpful as it relates to rediscovering your passions in the hopes that it helps you lean into your purpose. And these are in no particular order. Look for the high points in your day. What do you look forward to doing? I'm not talking about scrolling on TikTok and binge-watching Netflix, even though I do look forward to those things from time to time myself. But instead, along the lines of something more productive, Maybe it's that walk on your lunch break or reading that book on the train. Maybe it's meditating or spending time with people you care about. For me, it's skincare and listening to music. Everyone has their thing. So make a list and brainstorm all the things that you look forward to throughout your day. Then execute and start giving some of them a try. Pay attention to what you spend your time and money on. Those are obviously things that already have your attention and interest. What activities do you find yourself consistently gravitating towards? What activities make you lose track of time because you're so engrossed in them? Whether it's painting, writing, playing a musical instrument, gardening, or even researching a topic of interest, these activities often reflect your genuine passions. Are you constantly purchasing books, tools, or equipment related to a particular interest? Do you find yourself spending on experiences like concerts, travel, or workshops that align with your passions? Your financial choices can reveal the areas of your life that bring you the most fulfillment and satisfaction. And once you've identified activities and interests that resonate with you, take some time to reflect on why they bring you joy. What is it about these activities that energizes and inspires you? I believe that everyone should have a passion that sparks their creativity, a passion that enhances their overall well-being in some capacity, and a passion that contributes to the greater good. But that's just me. Think about your strengths and consider your talents. What do you think you're good at? Or what do other people tell you that you're good at? I'm including this one very loosely because Just because you're good at something doesn't always mean that you're passionate about it. For example, based on my self-assessment of myself and feedback from others, I'd say my top strengths are anything with words, planning, organization, and critical thinking. English and science were always my best subjects in school. That's probably why forensics was right up my alley. (laughs) But that doesn't necessarily mean I want to spend my free time in those ways. Because to me, it can feel like another job or task on my to-do list in its most straightforward form. So the question becomes, how can I take my strengths and talents and apply them in a way that brings fun or enjoyment? 
That could look like doing word searches or buying a thousand-piece puzzle, maybe reading a new murder mystery novel, I don't know. The point is finding that sweet spot between what you're good at and activities that correspond with your strengths and giving them a try. Rekindle childhood passions. Take a trip down memory lane and reflect on activities or interests that once brought you immense joy and satisfaction. Consider childhood hobbies, high school extracurricular activities, or past experiences that sparked your curiosity. These nostalgic moments often hold clues to uncovering our true passions. My parents had me in a ton of extracurricular activities. Piano, karate, band, track, softball, volleyball. The list goes on. And I'm not sure if it's because they wanted me out of the house for as long as possible. But nonetheless, it gave me the opportunity to explore new things. And sometimes a hobby can turn into a passion. You try something new because you like it and it interests you. And then all of a sudden, you love it. And you're like, why didn't I explore this sooner? Interestingly enough, this year, I committed to finding a new hobby that didn't involve work, that was a solo activity just for me that allowed me to be creative. So I decided on piano lessons, which I'll be starting in the upcoming weeks, that I'm actually very excited about. I'm testing it out as a hobby, so we'll see how it goes and I'll keep you posted. Consider topics you love to teach or talk about with others. When someone's like, oh, I have a friend who's very versed in this area, insert topic here, let me put you two in contact, what is that topic? Or what's your go-to small talk conversation starter when you have to be social? What's something that once you get fired up about it, you have to force yourself to be quiet and give others a chance to speak? Is it pop culture, finance, politics, sports, entrepreneurship, family life, religion, your career, traveling? What's your niche? I personally love talking about all things self-care, personal development, and entrepreneurship. How can I better take care of myself, grow into a better version of myself, and make more money while having a positive impact on the world? I can talk about those things all day. Finding what makes you excited is a great rabbit hole to fall down when in the process of rediscovering your passions. And lastly, Identify who you want to be. If all of this rediscovering sounds like too much too soon, then chunk it down. Maybe start with identifying the person you want to be in this season of your life and take it from there. I want to be someone who's well-rounded, who is kind to myself and kind to other people, someone who is well-traveled and well-read, Someone who can kind of, sort of, speak another language and play another instrument. I want to be someone who has a diverse food palette and the first person that comes to mind for a new adventure. And as you continue to brainstorm this list, before you know it, you will have learned so much more about yourself and the things that excite you than the things that will bring you that feeling of fulfillment will begin to reveal themselves as well. That's a wrap for today's episode. I love these solo chats with you guys, and I hope you feel encouraged to try something new and rediscover a new passion you may have forgotten you had. 
If you enjoyed our time together or found this conversation helpful, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple or Spotify. It really does help this podcast continue to reach the right people who need it. Let's keep the conversation going by following us on Instagram at Behind the Silk Pod. And remember that the best part of today is you.